You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad and what at home and abroad always means is that there's always a warm connection, a strong connection and a rich connection between Ireland and Canada and that includes all aspects of life whether it be the arts, music, literature and business and politics. There was a trade mission from Ireland under the auspices of Enterprise Ireland that visited Toronto and Ottawa in early June of this year and with that delegation was Minister Sean Kenny from Tume County Galway, a good part of the country. I have the pleasure of sitting across from the Minister and saying welcome and thanks a million for sitting down and chatting. Aston, you're very welcome. I'm delighted to be here um, uh, to, to talk to you. I'm delighted to be over here on the trade mission. So, uh, first of all, the importance of trade missions from a government perspective, it, well, it's, it is critical. Absolutely. Look, at, uh, we have uh, huge challenges in our country. Uh, if you look at the whole thing about Brexit, it is creating challenges for us in, in, for trading. So what we have to do as a government, and we have been doing it, is to uh, look right now at how we can uh, look at the potential benefits that we can derive from Brexit, but also to look at other areas where we can trade. Uh, and one of these areas is Canada. So it's effectively, the word is, we're div diversifying to find other trading partners to help us grow the economy, create jobs ho at home in the regions, and also to open up opportunities to have partnerships with uh, business people in Canada. So that's what we're about. The trade mission uh, this week is, is where we have, I think it's 25 co uh, companies from Ireland have come over here with the Enterprise Ireland uh, and the ambassador has been with us here, uh, Ambassador Kelly, and we have been meeting with uh, the partners, both the Canadian and the Irish in business. We've been looking at the the problems that are arising and we also have had uh, met with political leaders to discuss uh, CETA and to discuss how we can promote more trade relationships between both countries. Um, Canada um, and ourselves are very compatible. We have an ethos of working hard, doing business um, in a very uh, open way. We need to have open trade between uh, a globally open trade and uh, both countries uh, that is their philosophy. Uh, there are opportunities for us that we have to demonstrate here to business people in Canada in relation to Ireland being the only English speaking country within the European Union from once the Brexit uh, is finalised uh, and that is, that is a point we have to make here. We also have to reinforce to people in Canada that Ireland are not leaving the European Union. We are very much part of the European Union, we are very much part of the uh, negotiations and so far we have put ourselves at the top of the agenda in relation to the Brexit negotiations and uh, in relation to Northern Ireland, the Good Friday Agreement and also our special arrangements which we have had for years with, with the UK. When you look at what's happening here in Canada, they have difficulties with the south of the border with, with America in terms of trading and they are also looking to CETA which will give them a better opportunity to, to diversify. So as they said to us this morning, instead of just looking south, they're looking east and west to see where they can uh, find partners and uh, they are willing and openly engaging with us to find partnership with us and we're already doing that. 
So with CTAG coming into play, we will be removing 98% of the trading uh, tariffs that are in place at the moment, which should make us more competitive in Canada and also make Canada more acceptable to us and to Europe. So Minister, I'm going to switch gears a bit for, for because people in Ireland often think that you guys, when you go abroad, you're on a junket. And since you've arrived, I know you've been up early and I know you've been going to bed late and I know you've been working hard in between. So without getting into the, the nuts and bolts of your agenda, since you've came, like, how many working hours would you say you've had to put in on a daily basis? Well, I've never sat down to count them, but I, I know it's, it's dark when I get up in the morning and it's dark when I go to bed at night. And uh, I, I would say that this is not uh, a junket, uh, absolutely not. The amount of work, the amount of people we have seen, the amount of effort that has been put in by the Enterprise Ireland team here, by the ambassador, it's totally, totally focused. And it is focused on one thing, and that is promoting Ireland. Uh, people who, you know, the whole idea about a trade mission is that at the end of the day, when we had a recession, we didn't, we couldn't uh, produce enough jobs to satisfy our people uh, and satisfy the demand that they had the young people. A lot of our people in Ireland, young people, well educated, had to immigrate in the last 10 years. Trade missions are, are in place for one focus, and that is to create more jobs in Ireland, to create more sustainable jobs in Ireland, and to promote Irish companies abroad so that they can get into a position where they will be taking on more people. That's what a trade mission is all about. Uh, we have been doing very well in, terms of, uh, in the last two years in terms of our growth, and we now have over 2 million people working in Ireland again. Uh, we're down to 6.2% of unemployment in the Labour Register on a monthly basis. But having said that, there is still a lot of room uh, for us to improve and to create more jobs and the jobs we're trying to create are sustainable jobs in the area of technology, the area of healthcare and I've met so many companies out here, young, vibrant people running companies, uh, creating jobs and from all over Ireland. Um, I had the, the, the pleasure of meeting these people and I'll tell you they are absolutely brilliant. I think our, our future of our country is in safe hands with these people but Enterprise Ireland the ambassador and the government have got to make sure that we give them every uh, opportunity and open as many doors as we can to get them connected with the good partners that they can have here. And I've met people out here who have created partnerships okay and are working very well and the feedback we're getting is that yes we are, we are a good fix and a good fit for Canadian business but the opportunity is to get more and more of it in place and we can do that uh, by these trade missions and these trade missions are absolutely vital. Uh, I am the fifth member of this government who have been out in Canada since March including the Taoiseach being out here and I think that in itself is a statement of the government's intention and intent to make sure that we look at all the markets in the world including Canada to which we can diversify to create business and create jobs at home and that's what it's all about we have a great population young population at home where education is 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 very very good but what we need to do is to make sure that they can remain in ireland raise their own families in ireland and for future generations to create that sustainable uh, sustainability that we require in ireland and i think we can do that and we are doing it and it, it is a long road but it's also a road that you have to travel, there's a lot of challenges, 
but as well as that when you meet a challenge you have to make sure that you look at the potential that might be in that challenge and to get by that. So I'm going to switch gears again Minister and that is you know Ireland is a proportional representation system and there's been some discussion in this country about changing the electoral system to proportional representation and as a result of that <coughs> in Ireland the current government is made up of um, uh, a large party and some independents and Ireland has operated with coalition governments for a number of years as an independent operating around a cabinet table with people who have very fixed group views the process of election, the process of forming a government must have been an interesting one when you found yourself sitting around the table in that environment and how, what would you say to uh, a political system that is very much nearly in this country a two-party system and you would have the same down south that how coalition either enhances or makes it difficult to govern? I think that um, uh, the political democratic system we have in, in Ireland uh, works well. I think right now uh, we, are, we have a minority government which is in place uh, for the last 15 months. I think one of the biggest um, uh, changes has been the fact that people are now coming around to the realisation that it can work and it will work. And the reason it will work is because if people are focused on, on the job at hand. So we have a programme for partnership government, which is what it's all about. It's not about individuals. And everybody is focused on getting a job done. Because for, for, for us in Ireland, we have realised that we can't play around with politics. We've got to govern. We've got to make sure that we're doing everything possible uh, for the people of the country. Uh, democracy works in our country with a minority government because at the end of the day I think the whole focus and I would, I would compliment Fianna Fáil on this as well as Fine Gael and the independents who, who are involved is that we, have, we don't need elections every, we don't need manifestos to be printed every couple of months and have an election what we need is to get on with the business and the business is in the programme for government which has been negotiated uh, between the independent alliance other independents and Fine Gael, and which has been uh, I suppose adopted uh, in a way by, by Fianna Fáil and they are acting in a very responsible way as, as well and I think that we are, I believe that, the, that we will uh, be in government for at least uh, two more um, budgets and I think the reason for that is because the focus has to be on Team Ireland to make sure that we protect our interests with Brexit and that we continue to work to create more jobs, more sustainable jobs and to, to make sure that we look after our homelessness uh, and that we look after our health services so we have a lot of work for doing and I think because we're busy it means we're not focusing on, if you're idling you'll be thinking about individual uh, egos or whatever there's none of that in this government and, and I think that uh, we have a very good um, process at the moment and I think that we have the departments are working very hard also I would have to say that in my own role in the OPW we have demonstrated that we can have huge um, cooperation between departments to create um, a better uh, result so for instance if you take the, the flooding in the Shannon and the idea of bringing all the agencies together on all the stakeholders and that they've agree, agreed for the first time in the history of the state that we're going to put in a maintenance program in the river basin uh, and that we've carried out some of that work already and that's by the, the different departments, the different stakeholders saying look at, we have a problem, we need to solve it, let's all get around the table and I think I've seen that 
so much so in, in my own department but I've seen it uh, with the IDA, Enterprise Ireland and all the other organs of the state both Falcha, all of or Falcha Ireland all working together with one thing that's to promote Ireland, to promote business, to create jobs and to make our economy better, stronger and absolutely more sustainable we need to make sure that we're growing in the right direction and that the jobs we're creating will be there and will, will sustain families into the future. So Minister, as a rural TD and Minister, um, very very much the uh, cities have grown and rural areas are suffering and I know the government is currently working to try and refocus and bring uh, jobs back to places like Tume where the sugar factory used to be so important. That represents a challenge because children want to go and be educated at universities and all the rest. Um, it's not just an Irish problem, it's a global problem. People are moving into cities. Is it a battle that's lost? Absolutely not. Um, we have within the programme for government um, what we call uh, the vision of the Atlantic Economic Corridor which is a counterbalance to the maybe overdevelopment on the East Coast, particularly in Dublin. I remember people in Dublin who are in <coughs> trying to buy a house or whatever, they're pay paying inflated prices. That's not fair on them. They're paying more property tax because of the value of their houses. So what we have to do is create a counterbalance. And that counterbalance is, is effectively um, linking Cork, Limerick, Galway, Sligo, and up into Donegal and into Derry as a counterbalance. And it's, it's just to create that as, as, as a counterbalance by creating jobs in the regions. Uh, often in the past you would have uh, one area competing with another area in the west. But now what we have to do is work together. So if we get something in, in Tume or we get something in Casabar or we get something in Sligo, it's good for the west. That's the way we have to, to, to work into the future. And I think that the government's um, commitment to rural Ireland, the government's commitment to creating jobs in rural Ireland is there as evident and the IDA and Enterprise Ireland are working on, the, on that basis. It is important though to say that, that uh, we have a great country. We have a great uh, population, uh, a great... Uh, I think after the recession we have now decided that look, there's no, no point in being sorry for ourselves anymore. We have to get up there, we have to get on with it and we have to create opportunities for ourselves. And what governments do is create the environment by, by which these uh, potential uh, gains can be, can, be, can be won. And all the agencies involved realise that as well. So I am very confident that the rural Ireland will progress. It will take time because uh, we have some areas where you know, there has been a, a, a huge reduction in population. We can see it in GEA teams where the clubs, some clubs we can, uh, have amalgamated. But I think what we need to do is to, rather than be negative about it, be positive about what we can do. We have probably, uh, from a tourism point of view, we have the Wild Atlantic Way, we have the Ireland's Ancient East, and we have an untapped reserve of uh, heritage in our country, right throughout the country, uh, which my uh, department have been involved in. And our next aim, with the help of Fortu Ireland and all the other stakeholders, including National Parks and Wildlife, including Quilter, is to develop a third brand for Ireland and I think we have a huge potential, we have huge heritage which is untapped and I think in the, into the next uh, five years you will see us promoting and developing more tourism uh, packages, and more tourism uh, products uh, which I think are unique in the world and you, you, they're there, we just need to make sure that we open up all of this heritage, we, 
we have cared for it but, and we have protected it, but I think now we need to showcase it to the world. Minister Sean Kenny, thank you very much indeed.